Welcome everybody to what I would say has been uh, one shit show after another <laughs> in the world of professional wrestling. This is Wrestling with Stooges. We are the Stooges. I'm Oscar Rendon, joined always by the, uh, today I would say, uh, finely trimmed Tim Roth. You look like you got a trim. I did. A little bit. All over. Hair, face, like your, your even your facial kind of looks a little bit more trimmed up than usual. I definitely trimmed up the beard a little bit. Uh, I got a haircut. Was it this past week? I think so. I guess it must have been. Must have been this past week. Yeah. Because I didn't notice. I, I must have been wearing a hat or something. I thought it was before I saw you. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember what day of the week it was. But yeah, got a little trim and trying to look trying to look fresh. My, I, my beard, my my beard gets too long, and then it gets like just obnoxious. So I have yeah. to freshen it up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes I gotta trim it up a little bit, but I don't, I don't know, I don't go too crazy with anything else. Well, I, I don't, I think I've only shaved my mustache in the entirety of my thirty years on this planet, like three or four times. I've shaved, I've shaved mine off a couple times, and I'll keep the beard. But when I like when I look at it, it's like. You know what? I look better with the mustache, but I'll, I will trim the mustache up a little bit too. To I, feel, I feel like I need to cut. I feel like I need to shave the mustache off more often so that it comes back a little bit thicker. Because right now it's still wispy. It's not as thick as it could be. Everything else thick. My beard thick. Mustache not as great. Does your mustache get long to the point where it's like almost like in your mouth? Like yeah. it feels. There'll be times where I can I can feel like a hair. It's never hairs. It's just a hair. Yeah, that grew too long. That I guess I didn't trim, but um, I don't know. Like, I guess because it's still a little bit wispy, I get that little French mustache where at the at the tail end on both sides, I can kind of curl them up and kind of do the the French thing, that little French look. Mm. You know, so <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'll be uh, just playing with my mustache and I'll look in the mirror. I'm like, oh shit, I'm a French guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if you remember a couple of years ago, my beard was so long. Oh, yeah. look, people thought I looked like Amish or something. Yeah, it was it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> and then I, I, my hair, I've been kind of just trimming the sides and letting the top grow out. Yeah. Trying to do something a little new. A little diff? A little diff. All right, man. <laughs> Looks like uh, WWE's trying to do something a little diff nowadays, too. A little too diff, if, it, if you're asking me. <laughs> um... All right, I mean, let's talk about it, because tomorrow night, by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be Monday morning, so uh, we're in St. Louis, Raw's in St. Louis, tomorrow night, today, technically, if you're listening to when this comes up, um, and the internet has spoken, and apparently we've, we've got a job to do, <laughs> hashtag we want Cody. <laughs> I, uh, I just said this off the air, but tomorrow night on Raw, is going, it's going to be one of the most crucial raws in recent memory i feel like it's gonna be one of the most crucial raws for the fans in attendance like the voices need to be heard and so let's let's put everything in perspective i'm working friday night so i i'm not watching smackdown live uh tim messages me i think around nine nine oh five nine ten and i i just get i just i just got out to my break and he texts me. He's like, uh, did you watch SmackDown? And Tim never texts me if I watched anything. So, <laughs> so, so he's... Uh, very important stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, 
is it like I'm like is it is this a good thing or a bad thing? He's like it depends. <laughs> depends on who you are. <laughs> depends what you think. And uh, I don't think I replied with what I actually felt. I think I just kind of jokingly wrote something back about what happened. But uh, The Rock returned to SmackDown and essentially looks like Cody gave his main event spot to The Rock at WrestleMania. And man, there's there's a bunch of ways I can I can look at this. And I'm going to look at it from the perspective of storytelling because I'm not going to look at it uh, the way fans online have been, which is fuck you rock, all this stuff, because let's not forget, this is what the fans wanted before Cody. They were like, we want the rock and Roman. We want rock and Roman at mania. And at the same time, we also got to think about this rock. Isn't getting any younger. And if we have seen, and if we have learned anything from CM Punk is that the more time away you are from the ring, the more time away in general, you know, you get older, you know, your performance, performing in the ring, it, it, it's not going to get as good, you know, if at all better, you know. And The Rock has a limited amount of finite time to do good work. I'm not even going to say great work because I think his prime is past him. You know, we've learned that from the two matches of a lifetime with Cena that uh, The Rock right now, he's a, he's a get-in, get-out sort of performer. He's a Goldberg. You know, we got to get him in, get him out. We, you're not, we're not going to get the 30-minute, you know, awe-inspiring match from The Rock at this stage of his life. So I look at it from that perspective. I look at it from the WWE perspective. And by WWE, I mean TKO. And now The Rock is sitting on the board of directors for TKO. And he can essentially kind of do whatever the fuck he wants, almost. And I had this thought when I heard that news, and I didn't want to say it, and I didn't say it whenever we heard the news. I was like, The Rock sitting on the board of TKO, what kind of trouble could this mean? Because <laughs> I, I honestly didn't want to believe it. I was like, ah, like, like, it sounded cool, and I think everybody was like, oh, yeah. But me, I was like, what kind of trouble could this get us in? You know, it's never, let's just put it this way. When it comes to big companies like WWE, AEW, hell, even TNA at at one point, when you have one of the quote-unquote boys in power, it's never usually great. You know, Triple H was a rare exception, very rare exception, you know, but... Usually, it's never great. And so I was looking at it from that point of view. And then I was looking at it from the PR point of view with the stuff that Vin, with Vince that recently came out. It's like, how do we change the subject? And boy, oh boy, did they change the subject. But it, I don't think it got better. Like, I think for, for the general audience, it, it didn't really change much. But for the diehard wrestling audience, it feels like it just got worse. And... Uh, I'll, I'll get deep into my thoughts, but I, I want to get your reaction to it. Like, what was your initial reaction to it? Um, well, my initial reaction was excitement. Just, you know, it's, it's, I'm always excited to see The Rock. Yeah. Who's who's not excited to see The Rock? Um, that crowd was excited. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think they went about it the wrong way. Look, nothing has been announced. Nothing was even said in that whole segment. 
It was basically Rock came out, shook Cody's hand, Cody walked away, and then Rock had to stare down with Roman. That was it. That's how the show went off the air. Um, but essentially, but that basically told you they promoted the WrestleMania press conference on Thursday. True. That is true. And The Rock said he'll be there. That is true. I felt, I even told you, like, I do feel bad for Cody. Like, if you go back and watch that whole, just when The Rock came out, interacted with Cody, you could tell by the look on Cody's face, like, how deflated he was knowing where they're about to go with this story. Yeah. Um, His face, it's funny. I said this to myself while I was watching the, the it on my phone. I was like, Cody's really good at selling uh, his body whenever he gets hurt, but his face is terrible at selling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever it is that this is gonna be, his face did not sell it at all. He he looked heartbroken, you know. And and ever since that moment, people, it's hilarious how many people have used that CM Punk moment from a couple Raws ago. Like, let me give you the full CM Punk Road to WrestleMania experience. Mm. And it is a side by side. It is almost, it is comical. It is terrifying. It is downright stupid almost how, how to the fucking beat it is to what he was saying. Like, it is, I don't even know. Like, if I'm CM Punk and I'm watching this, and, and granted, we don't know how... How how long in advance they knew this, but from what I've been reading and hearing, it sounds like a lot of things were coming together right around the Rumble time. But think about it from I'm just thinking about it from someone who lost his WrestleMania spot, CM Punk, who at the very end of like right before you know I'm guessing this was after the Drew beatdown when he's in the backstage area, and he's like almost in tears and he's just like telling he's he tells cody finish the story bro just finish it like like what are you <laughs> if you're seeing punk and you're like fuck like i'm missing my like he's like ah i didn't get to finish my story but cody's gonna do it and then you watch smackdown and you're like what the fuck <laughs> dude in my honest opinion like we don't a lot of things came into play um my first reaction is is seeing punk's injury because cody won the rumble he not only pointed the WrestleMania sign, he literally pointed at Roman Reigns, calling him out, basically uh, verifying that's who he was going for at WrestleMania, which we all knew that was pretty obvious. And then, as of two days ago, now that's all for nothing. Not only all that, this is the second Rumble in a row Cody has won. So you're telling me that that was all for nothing, and Cody, look... I'm kind of in the middle of all this because I want I want the best of both worlds. I want Rock yeah. versus Roman, and I also want Cody to finish his story. You you said it just a, mo- uh, a minute ago. Rock versus Roman is the match that everybody has been wanting to see for years. When we first talked about um, like going to Philadelphia for WrestleMania, the Rock versus Roman Reigns was considered a possibility, and that was something that you and I wanted to see because neither one of us has seen the rock like in a wrestling match yeah and um so from that aspect i'm like excited if that if that's where they're going but also like i just feel so deflated for cody and it also makes cody look a little like 
week. Um, and you also got to consider this, the, the whole promo with Cody and Roman. Roman basically talked down about Seth Rollins and that world title the entire time. And then Cody comes out and says, basically, he wants to go after Roman's title, not Seth's. <clears throat> so if come tomorrow night on Raw, Seth comes out and set, basically it, they try to set up a match with Seth and Cody for Mania. It's like, what's the point of Cody going after Seth's title if that's not the title he wants? You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. like they've, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They've convoluted it yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's all kind of just not really making a whole lot of sense. Like, essentially, by going this direction, you've convoluted the world heavyweight title. You've convoluted Cody even deciding to pick Seth if he, if he does it. We don't know yet. Again, nothing has been officially confirmed. But if you pick Seth, it's like <clears throat> the audience in their mind is like, Cody doesn't want this. This has kind of like been forced upon him. You and know? Seth, Seth is probably going to call him out on that. And I hope so. But then also it's like, to me, in my honest opinion, and this is from just listening to all the, all the wrestling content creators and, you know, podcasters and YouTubers and and stuff, the way I would have handled it, if it is a PR job and it is the rock saying he needs to save WWE from this, you know, Terrible PR that they're getting because of Vince. You announce the match for Elimination Chamber. You don't announce it for Mania, or you don't tease it for Mania. You you tease it for Elimination Chamber, if that's the case. Because, A, it's a big stadium show. B, it's being hyped up as one of the biggest shows of the year now. Like, after the Rumble, it's like... We're going to Australia at this. What I don't even know what the name of the stadium is, but it's going to be an open uh, roof stadium. And you've lost the CM Punk star power. You've lost the Brock Lesnar star power that was going to be there. The Rock and Roman match at Elimination Chamber. I'm not mad at that. And if you announce it, the sooner if we get it out of the way, the sooner the better. That's how I would have handled it if it is a PR move because you don't have to do it at Mania uh, and, and make Cody look like a fool, basically. Because <laughs> it, it, it just that's what it made him out to look like, almost. It made him look... What's the word? I don't want to say subservient, but like it, it didn't make... A, it's not going to help Rock because now with Rock in this situation... The fans are really quick to turn on people. Just as much as they're willing to love you, they're really quick to turn on you. And this could be a very rare situation, especially in Philadelphia, which is a strange place. Because remember the last time The Rock and, and Roman were in Philly? They were booing the fuck out of Roman. What a fucking roundabout circle moment way would it be that fucking Philadelphia is cheering Roman and booing Rock. I get the feeling that they're going to boo both guys. Maybe. Nobody wants to see Roman's title reign continue, if it is for the title. And I mean, this would be Roman, Brock, in New Orleans when we were there. Like, they were booing both. Like, they, nobody in New Orleans gave a fuck about that match. And we were there. 
Do you know what you have to do to get people to turn on the rock? Like, do you know how hard that is? <laughs> but they're about to do it. <laughs> they're about to do it. <laughs> I mean, look, they had so many other ways of going about this and other options. Like, I mean, Cody already said it on SmackDown. He's basically giving up his WrestleMania main event. He wants to come after Roman and take everything from him, but not at WrestleMania. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, what if Cody has some kind of negotiation where, you just said it, Brock's, Brock's not going to be at Elimination Chamber, Seth is injured, uh, Punk's out, so you've lost a lot of star power for that show. What if Cody comes out on Raw and says, listen, I don't want it at WrestleMania, I want it in Australia. Then we get Cody and Roman in Australia. Cody finishes his story there to get the titles, the title off of Roman. And then Roman can go into WrestleMania and face The Rock uh, in one of the main events. And then Cody can defend his title against whoever at WrestleMania. I don't, I don't know. There's, other, there's just other ways that you can go about this because I do feel like change is coming. I don't think that they're actually going to go through with Rock versus Roman depending on how the weeks play out. Yeah, I think, I mean, even that way, it's still convoluted. Like, like no matter the, the, the WWE or whoever booked it or whoever, and it sounds like a lot of it has been Rock is kind of inserting his power now that he's on that, the board. That kind of thing just surprises. Like, The Rock didn't seem like the type of person to come in and like steal a main event, literally steal a main event away from somebody. But now we're seeing the real rock, apparently. Did you not? Were we not there 10 years ago to 11 years ago when he did it to punk? He did it then. Like it's, it's, that's the thing. Like it was, what was it? It was, I'm trying to think. Was it 2013? 2014. 2013. The rock? Yeah. The rock versus Cena was 2013, right? Yeah. 2012 and 2013. 2012, yeah, because that yeah. match was booked a year in advance. Yeah. He did it twice. Punk and Jericho should have been the main event. CM Punk thought so. I thought so. But it's, but it's Rock and Cena for the very first time. Once in a lifetime. Okay, cool. CM Punk has the reign of a lifetime. Before Roman, that was the longest modern age reign. Like the longest. With, what was it, 434 days? And... CM Punk, he's like, I'm going to be in the main event. This is, it's looking like I'm going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, and I'm the biggest heel in the moment. I, he was the biggest heel in the company. He had turned, you know, at Raw 1000, attacking Rock. He was the biggest heel. Also, in my mind, now that I'm looking back at it, it only made sense that The Rock face CM Punk at Mania, not at the Rumble, to convolute the whole John Cena versus The Rock again. So then it's like, uh, you know, we joked about it. It's like once in a lifetime. Yeah, right. Twice in a lifetime. <laughs> sounds like it sounds more like twice. Let's run it back because it, it would have made more sense for it to happen at Mania. You know, you give CM Punk his main event, and then but but no, that didn't happen. And we were we were watching at your house. I remember we were watching at your house, your dad's house, and and we fell to our knees. And <sighs> those were some dark days, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were the darkest days <laughs> and um we we were we we were devastated 
And then what happened? CM Punk, he gets the Undertaker. They're like, they're like, oh, the Undertaker match. And again, it seems like everybody can have goals except CM Punk. Apparently, if you're CM Punk and you want a main event WrestleMania, you're you're selfish. <laughs> Apparently, but everybody else wants the main event and win. And it's like, yeah, like they deserve it. Does CM Punk not deserve it? He deserved it ten years ago or eleven years ago. He deserved it twelve years ago when it was uh twenty twelve. Like so and then we put into perspective what's going on now and and it's not connected but it is somewhat connected at one point the rock was trying to take control of dc movies because he was black adam and he was trying to take control of dc and they were like nah nah (laughs) james gunn who i think was in marvel he they they assigned him to take over for dc and the rock was trying to kind of do a little power struggle there too. And so now it seems like, I don't know. I feel like the rock right now, he's on a, he's, he's on a power trip. We all know what happens with power trips, Tim. It's uh, it doesn't look good for his image. It doesn't. And from like, it seems like a lot of people are really shitting on triple H for this. I don't, I don't think Triple H would have. This is something that Vince McMahon would have booked in my, my in my eyes. Yeah, I think with the combination of TKO and like WWE creative Triple H, all those people. I feel like he was pressured. He was probably like overpowered, outvoted, or something. Like, I don't think this Triple H is to blame for this. No. Like, I know we. Most of the time, we defend Triple H, and I mean, look at the job that he's done for the past year. I, why would you not defend the good work that he's put in? So, I I don't, we don't know who who is uh, exactly to blame for this, but I don't think it's Triple H at all. Yeah, and who would have thought that uh, Logan Paul would have been the the start of the "We Want Cody" movement? Because he was the first to to tweet it out. He's like, uh, "We want Cody." And then after that, it was just a wave of hashtag we want Cody. But now there's we want Rocky hashtags out there. Eh, they're they're weak. They're weak. Like I've it's more it's more Cody than Rocky. Um and yeah, like look, like here's the thing. If the rock had come back at that raw when he attacked gender. And he just said, I am, I declare for the Royal Rumble. Ah, the crowd goes crazy. Boom. It's perfect. We now know The Rock is going to be in the Rumble. And it gives us, it, it, it at least allows us as the audience to be like, okay, now there's different avenues for Cody Roman, Cody Seth, Punk Seth, Punk Roman, Rock Roman. You know, if if he's in the Rumble, now at least it makes sense for us to kind of get used to the idea of, well, they could do this. Ooh, Gunther, he could win the Rumble and go after Seth. Like, they open they open up the possibility. But, be, but because Cody wins the Rumble, and not even a week later, he's like, nah, Rock, you can have my spot. You can have my, the guy that I really want to face. Go, right, yeah, just, just skip the line. Just, yeah. Why not? That's what irks me. That's what really cringed me, like, watching it. Like, here's another, here's another option. 
Cody says he wants to take everything from from Roman, right? What, how do you feel about a double main event at WrestleMania? Night one, you get Cody and Roman for the title. Cody takes the title off of Roman, and then you get Roman and Rock the next night for the head of the table title. Everybody wins. Um, they they just they're just gonna have to figure something out because I, I tomorrow man tomorrow night is gonna be insane. It's gonna be fun. Well, how do you how do you close the show though? Like or like the whole weekend? Is it is it Rock beating Roman, or is it Cody beating Roman? Because I feel like Cody beating Roman gets the bigger pop. Co- yeah, Rock beating Roman. It's all. It's almost as if. If the title isn't on the line for night two, the the head of the table title, it, it's it's an abstract thing. It's not real. It's not a physical manifestation. You can't see it. So it's just it's symbolism. It's really that. It's all it's all that is. It's the symbolism. You know. So you, the audience, awesome. Rock won, but what did he win? Because he's not going to be there every week to be like I'm the head of the table. You already know he's the head of the, or not the head of, but he's a member of the board of directors table. So it's like, it, it. If anything, Rock Roman night one, Cody Roman night two. Switch. I would. I would switch those. Yeah. You know, because again, you do lose a lot of star power with night one. CM Punk is the equivalent of the Rock for night one. Now, you don't have CM Punk. There's a possibility we might not have Seth, but uh, you know, from all indications, it seems he should be. That that's the that's the keyword. He should be healthy enough, and that's the that's the other keyword: healthy enough for WrestleMania. Yeah, but it's not it's not looking great. I mean, I have all the faith that he'll be there. I mean, last week he came out on Raw without. Uh, I mean, you didn't see his brace. I'm sure he might have been wearing something underneath his pants, but I mean, he's still showing up on shows apparently. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you on that. I do think Cody beating Roman and winning the title is the most important thing that will happen that entire weekend if they go that route. Um I so let me let me let me ask you this cuz I saw this, so I'm not even going to take credit for it. But I posted it on <clears throat> On uh, my Facebook, and I, I, I re- can you retweet on Facebook? No, I shared it. I shared it. So, and it's from Wrestling World. So you you should you should, you should probably have seen it. It's uh, what if WWE makes it the focal point of the show on Raw tomorrow that Cody basically gave up a spot to The Rock. Hour one, Sammy convinces Cody to finish the story. Hour two. Jay convinces Cody to stay on Roman, to finish the story. Hour three, you hear CM Punk's music hit. You know, like like Cody's out there and he's trying to convince the audience why he's not going to face Roman, that he's going to face Seth or something like that. And you hear CM Punk's music hit. And, it, and CM Punk basically is like, don't let what happened to me 10 years ago happen to you. You know? And you can bring in real life. You can be like, he's, he's like, he's like, look, I love my life. I, I love, you know, I'm married to one of the greatest women in the world. I'm, I'm like, I, my life is great. 
but that but what happened to me 11 years ago it changed me and it made things difficult for me and he's like and i don't want to see you go through the same thing i don't want to see you go through the path that i went down and he's like and you, you can kind of allude to AEW be like and we know where my path led me to you know and he's like and it took me a while to figure it out and he's like he's like i don't want you to be he's like he's he can use the the promo battle from a couple of weeks ago he says you want to be he says he could be like you're more CM Punk than me. He's like, no, no, no. I don't want you to be CM Punk. I want you to be Cody. And then ah, the audience is cheering like, yeah. Like, like no. Like, don't be CM Punk. Because CM Punk got fucking, he he got it just fucked over. You know? <laughs> so so that, that humble brag from that promo battle, it's like, I'm more CM Punk than you are. It's not a good thing, you know. It's almost it's almost a negative. You, you, CM Punk can use it as a negative. Like you don't want to be CM Punk because my every road that I've taken has been the hard road. Every every which way I've gone, I've been. He's not going to say fucked over, but basically screwed over. And it's happening to you again. He's like he's like <laughs> he's like don't don't let your story become my story, you know, and. He's like, he's like, cause I don't want to watch you walk away from this and 10 years, and 10 years goes by and you're thinking, what if, boom, like how insane would that be? Like I would be crying. I'd be in the audience. I'd be like in tears. I'd be like, oh shit. Oscar. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is an easy way to fix what they just did. Yeah. But my, my other, my what does Seth do in all this? Because he basically just got... He got fucked over, murdered. too. He got fucked over. Like, it's easy. Uh, and I know it's a strange thing. When, when, when Seth was putting down the, the WWE title, Seth is punching up, you know? Like, that's what it seems like. Seth is punching up, you know? That title's been established. You know, we, we know the deal with that title and what it means, what it represents, what it used to be, the WWE Championship and the Universal, and then it became one. But for Roman to punch down at the fact that, well, he's beaten everybody that's faced uh, Seth for the, for that title. He's like that's the that's the that's the loser's title. That's what he said. That's the loser's title. To do that forever, I don't know, like I don't know who booked it, or I don't know if if, if Triple H was like just say whatever. I probably would have been like, well, maybe let's run through it, make sure that we're not. We're not just because again, like we like you said at the top of the show, it's like Roman basically verbally destroys any meaning that title has at the big at, at, with his promo, and then Cody comes out, says he wants to face him, but then chooses Seth, the title that he just ran down, and was like, "That's the loser's title. That's the title that nobody wants. That's the title that they had to create because I'm just too good." Like it's. Like, you know, like it's, it's, they did not do themselves any favors with that promo. Like Roman did not do himself any favors with that promo. See that? I don't know how you go back on. Yeah. uh, You were talking about getting all these other people involved, trying to convince Cody to stay on his story and go after Roman. Um, You could have Seth also involved. He's going to have to get involved and be in this somehow. You know, he could come out and say, you "Hey, you can use look, Gunther. You can use 
Drew McIntyre, you can again, they have a lot of the talent there that that can be like uh you know, uh this is what you can uh, this is how I would say it if it was like if I was Gunther, if I was Drew, or if, if I was Sami Zayn or whoever, even Jey Uso, everybody that's faced Roman and has lost to Roman trying to take that tile away from him. It's like you can you could almost say and they're all standing around Cody or they're, no no they're all standing around Seth you know because Seth is like doubting himself this is this is really the secondary title you know they could be like that is the title the world heavyweight championship is the title and and Sami Zayn could be like this is why it is the title because you defend it you don't take shortcuts by all accounts all of us in this ring we've beaten Roman for that title. Roman hasn't beaten us. Like, like, and that's where Sami Zayn's very passionate, you know, promo skills come into play. It's like, we've beaten Roman. Essentially, we've had him dead to rights. But he's never beaten us. He may have gotten a one, two, three on us, but he's never beaten us. Solo Sokoa has beaten us. Jimmy Uso has beaten us. J- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we know, we know. Hey, change man, <laughs> you know. But but it's it's never been Roman. That's not Roman's title, you know. Uh, but the championship that you have said that's the title. That's the title that people want to be proud to wear. That is the title that only one man has worn. No one else. Yeah, I like that. Um, but I, I was also saying like Seth could also convince Cody to. Even though all that stuff that was said last week, Seth could come out and be like, hey, I know I said a lot of stuff last week about this title and Roman's title. Roman's title being the Hollywood title. You know, mine's the workhorse, the Dusty Rhodes title. But I have too much respect for you to convince you to come after a title that you don't want in the first place. And everybody is in agreement with me. I think we all want to see Roman's title reign come to an end. You go stay, you go finish your story, take that title from Roman, you go be the workhorse champion on SmackDown, and I'm going to stay right here on Raw and continue doing what I do best, being the world heavyweight champion and the workhorse on Monday nights. Something like that. You can have, you know. But yeah, basically, yeah, but like, it's like, you know, basically almost the exact same promo, but like I would, I would even add to what Seth said. It's like I've held the WWE championship. I've held the Universal Championship. Roman has dishonored and disgraced the title that he's holding that I used to hold. It's like, so yeah, go finish your story. Bring honor back to that title. Yeah. Bring honor back to the title that your father held for minutes, for seconds. Don't let the last thing people think about of that title is Roman Reigns cheating. And getting away with, with you know, interference, like basically disgracing the title, you know, and you can yeah, you can have Seth say that basically word almost word for word, but you can basically have him say also, you know, it's like the longer Roman is champion, is the longer people think of that title as nothing more than a prop, than a toy, you know, yeah. Don't let all the hard work and sweat and tears from everybody that's ever held the uh, you know the ver- a version of that title come in vain. You know, Finn Balor, 
you know, broke his arm just to win it for the very first time, the Universal Championship. CM Punk held the WWE title for 434 days, only to be screwed by The Rock. You know, but he, at least he held that title, and he did, and he defended it every, every single time he was in this ring. Whether I like him or not, he always defended that title, you know. Um, who else? Randy Orton, a man that you look up to, a man that you, that you, you, you call uh, a brother. His reign as WWE champion. Don't let the last thing people think of that title be Roman Reigns. Dude, get Randy involved in this. You know? Yeah. Shit. Like, it's at this point. St. Louis, Missouri tomorrow, guys. St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> Randy, be there. We need to save this. We need to save WrestleMania. St. Louis, let's go. Let's save WrestleMania. Also, I don't know if anybody's thinking about this, too. The possibility of Seth versus Cody. Yes, that would be a great match. But if that happens, you know Seth is about to go 0-4 against Cody. Like, does anybody really want to see Seth lose again to Cody? <laughs> yeah, it is. Because, yeah, you kind of... That's, that's also a lose-lose situation for both Cody and Seth. Because Cody lost last year. He won the Rumble, lost last year. Wins the Rumble again, loses to Seth. Ugh. But then again, Seth has never beaten Cody. So then it's like, ah, you're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you do not... It just, the optics don't look great for anybody. No. Like, the only person that kind of comes out on top of this is Roman, because he's a heel. And, like, it doesn't really hurt him. If anything, it almost boosts his his healness. Yeah. You know, but it hurts The Rock, because now his image looks like one of, well, I'm here to fuck shit over and, and take your spot, you know? It hurts Seth, because he's lost to Cody so many times, and also Roman basically... You know, trash that title as the loser's title hurts Cody because that's not the title he wants to go after. And also, he get, he got screwed out of his spot, essentially. We all knew. We were all already thinking it's going to be Cody Roman, you know, once he won the Rumble, you know. It, it's like – and also, it kind of undermines CM Punk in a way. And I, I hate to always bring CM Punk back into it, but he got hurt. And the very last thing he said – and that backstage thing is go finish your story, you know, and it, it undercuts everybody. It undercuts Sami Zayn, you know, and, and everything he did with the bloodline. It, it undercuts Jey Uso with everything he did when he turned on the bloodline. Fuck, it even undercuts Drew McIntyre and his story with like, like, like talking about getting screwed over. Now Cody actually has... A legitimate, like, I've been screwed over. Like, you think you got screwed over? You know, like, he's like, he's like, yeah, Drew, you got screwed over physically. You got attacked by Solo Sokoa. Guess what? I got attacked by Solo Sokoa. You know what you haven't been screwed over by? The system. The politics. You know? I mean, it's... It writes itself. At this point, all of this shit writes itself. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say that we're taking credit for any of this, because it, it kind of just writes itself. And we're just kind of laying it out there. Like, hey, Triple H, Board of Directors, whoever's listening, just take this stuff that we're giving you and put it to use. Because right now, you're in a no-win situation with the fans. Yeah. This is uh, reminiscent of 2013 Daniel Bryan Yes Movement stuff all over again. What did they do? They brought Batista in, trying to take Daniel Bryan's spot. What they had to, what did they do? They had to put Daniel Bryan back, slide him right back on in. Yeah, because people they they wanted Daniel Bryan. Now they want Cody. 
I I think I'm more invested in Cody's story now than I was last year. Only one because I just want the story to be done. Like I want Cody to finally just win the title, and I want I also want Roman's reign to be over. Like I think everybody's wants that to be done with. And I don't know, especially now, like what people I don't know. I think Daniel Bryan was the the very last example. Sorry for that interruption, guys. We we were cooking and uh, the batteries went out. Yeah, <laughs> they, it was going. They were going. We could see flames coming up from the. There's some sparks flying. <laughs> you know, we. They don't want you to hear this podcast. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, what yeah. I was saying was, uh, the le- the last time we saw something like this, I believe you can correct me if I'm wrong, was the Daniel Bryan yes movement. Am I am I? Was there anything after that? After that, no. But like the only the only, the only two instances where audiences were like this this is the person that needs to win the title was CM Punk in Chicago, Money in the Bank, and Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania. Yeah. Um This is yeah, this is WrestleMania thirty all over again. Yeah. Like we're literally about to relive that entire road to WrestleMania. Where we live in a lot of shit, dude. It is insane. And that WrestleMania turned out to be pretty good. It's really yeah, it was pretty good. You know, from what I remember, I can't remember it all, but from what I remember, it was really good. It wasn't the best, but it was really, really good. Yeah. You know? um, uh, I think more than anything, you're doing a disservice to the Royal Rumble match itself. Winning back-to-back Rumbles and then just giving up your Mania spot. Um, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I'm... I don't know what side to lean towards. I think, cause, like I said, I want both. I want both matches. Everybody wants Rock and Roman. It's just, it's bad timing. It was the wrong time. And the title being involved is also the main problem. Because Rock winning, it's possible, but very unlikely. And like you said, too, it's a a disservice to Seth and Cody because nobody wins in that situation. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see where they go from here. I think more audibles are going to be called and tomorrow night's going to be interesting and also this press press what is a press conference in Vegas on Thursday. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a very important week and it's going to tell us where they might be heading, if things are going to change. So let's just get ready for more twists and turns. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin, man, because that is, like you said, man, like it's it's twists and turns and bobs and weaves. You know, we're, we don't know what's going on. Um and and it's been I don't know it's just been one one thing after another and it's like and it's not like it's making it better like if anything it it this decision is so bad like the timing of it is so bad that it highlights the Vince McMahon thing even more that's like oh because of that this is why they're doing this stupid thing this is why they're doing something that just doesn't make sense doesn't help the product doesn't help it. In one fell swoop with that whole deal with The Rock, 
it made Cody look bad, Seth look bad, Punk look bad. It makes WWE look bad. It makes Triple H look like a, like a fool as creative. You know, if people are thinking that he is in control of creative, but now I I would say, like I said before, it feels like he was pressured. Like this is this is what we this is what you know his his uh, his tagline or his uh his um catchphrase kind of bites him in the ass. This is what's best for business, you know. With you know with the Vince stuff, it's like uh, we gotta we gotta and even save save WrestleMania. It's like like okay, yes, losing Brock and losing Punk hurt the card a little bit, but they have the talent to more than make up for it. It exactly. is it is not like ten years ago when it's like all you had was the main event guys like CM Punk, Jericho, Cena, Rock, like uh, the very few main event guys that you had that you had to count on for one night. We have two nights, baby. We have the the roster right now is in such a great space. You could add like here's here's a main here's a mania match that even though nobody really cares about the carrying cross faction I don't even, I don't even know what the fucking faction is called uh the new testament i think the new testament <laughs> okay <laughs> something like that yeah the old testament the new testament uh but uh it's <laughs> a stupid name if it is um but uh <laughs> i can't even stop laughing it's just ridiculous but like bobby lashley is so over like the audience wouldn't allow him to turn heel. Like, he was doing his fucking damnedest. But even in St. Louis, when he came out as a heel and they were attacking Rey Mysterio, motherfucker still got cheered. Good job, St. Louis. We have a voice. We, it's, it's our job now. <laughs> it's, it's, once again, we have to take matters into our own hands. That's just, that's just, that's a, that just shows you how powerful the fans are, the WWE Universe, what they can dictate and make the people in the back change things if they have to because yeah. of what the fans want. Um, uh, go ahead, because I just lost my train of thought again. No, yeah. But, <laughs> but no, I, mean, I, I was just saying, it's like, look, it looks like CM Punk is going to have to clean up uh, WWE's mess again. You know, we got to we gotta fucking, you know, get get this shit in line because at this point, like, it, it, it it's not looking good, you know? And... Like I was saying, like you can have that six man tag or eight person tag with B Fab and what's her name, Scarlet, as like the fourth person on each side, you know, have like a mixed match, you know, and a gender match. Now you have Tiffany Stratton, you got Jade Cargill, you got Bianca Belair. Book it. I don't even know. Book it. That's all I know. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Um, yeah, you just said. Um, WrestleMania didn't need to be saved. You could you could have still done Cody and Roman. Seth could have faced. You just said Drew McIntyre. I know we've seen that match plenty of times already, but they put on a banger of a match. And I also want to see Drew back in the main event. Actually, you want to know what I want to see at, at Mania? Tell me. Drew versus Damian Priest for the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. Drew wins that match. Gunther versus. Uh, uh, Seth and the and I guess night one main event or whatever. You think Gunther's about to win? You're like, oh, like Seth's about to lose, and then in comes Drew with the Money in the Bank briefcase and pulls a Seth Rollins basically. Yeah, 
you know, heist of a century and, and, um, and basically wins the title that way. Like do it. You know, it's, it doesn't make, he can still pin Seth. Like it doesn't make Gunther look weak. And now you have Gunther chasing after Drew. Dude. Yeah. And we already know what kind of match they can put together from just last year's WrestleMania. Seth can go away for a while. And, um, yeah, man, I just, they have so many options for a night one main event if they were to just keep Cody and Roman on night two. Yeah. Like you just said, what the scenario you just laid out, you could do, um, I mean, Bailey and EO Sky, like, here's, here's what I've been also thinking. The Royal Rumble winners should automatically be main eventing their respective nights of WrestleMania. Like, I understand that the story is like last year you had the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because that was the hottest story going. But also, the point of winning the Rumble is to main event WrestleMania. So if they're not main eventing WrestleMania, what's the point of winning the Royal Rumble? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Becky and Rhea is a main event match in my eyes. Um, Bianca and Jade. Yeah. That's, uh, like, that's a main event match. And Jade ha- hasn't even had that many matches in her in her entire career. But just from the reaction from the crowd, like, you could put that anywhere in the card. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, like, it's clear at this point, she'll probably be on the card somewhere. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, it... Like it's crazy to think that WrestleMania need to be saved because it it didn't. All it needed was just a small pivot, you know, F- like Ross from Friends. Pivot. That's it. Pivot. That's all pivot. we got to do. <laughs> exactly. Like there 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 was no need for the Rock, you know. Um, and you could have used this time to build up the Rock and Roman for next year. Exactly. I think you that know? was the right way to go. Even even if I wanted to see Rock um, this year. I think it would make everybody happy just to build it for next year. Cody can finish his story, and then Cody won't have to feel um, outcasted. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. This, is, this like, is crazy. It's crazy, you know, and I don't think this hurts Cody in the long run. I think it hurts him now. But now is the most important time of the year, WrestleMania. But it does help him in one way. And the only way that this helps him is just the full support of the audience, the full support of the fans. Now he has this groundswell of like, like at this point, fans are like, what? The, like, we're behind you 100%. That just shows you how invested people are in him and his story. And if you keep prolonging it, it's hard to keep people staying invested. And, you know, people don't have their patience runs thin. So if you prolong this anymore, if it goes, if this goes past WrestleMania, I don't know if people are going to be as interested in it anymore, and that's that's a big risk. Yeah, yeah, it is. <clears throat> it is a big risk. Um, do you know when the next Madison Square Garden event is? Uh, end of the year. I'm pretty sure. I think it's around Christmas time, like usual. No, but like, is is it going to be? Is there like a, a Raw or SmackDown or like a PLE that might happen at the Garden? Let me let me let me do some research real quick. Because the only way I'll be fine with this, remotely fine with this, just a little bit, is if 
Roman wins. And there's, I don't know, some PLE down the line. Hell, maybe even Cody Rhodes wins the Money in the Bank match this year. And he ca- he ca- he does the the Rob Van Dam. I'm gonna. This is the night I'm cashing it in. It's it's you know signed sealed. This is this is the match. Like I'm not gonna surprise you. I'm not gonna do any of that stuff. This is where I want it, and it's gonna be at Madison Square Garden. It's not a bad option, you know. Um, I just, but that's only that's just it remotely. Like it doesn't it doesn't help right now. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, fix everything that's happening right now. But at least if if there's a something where at least okay, maybe we can do this to remedy it. I'll be somewhat okay with this, but I'm not a hundred percent okay with this. And look, we're, we're going to be there, and it's going to be an electric night, <laughs> no doubt about it. And we'll we'll. We'll definitely let our our voices be heard that night. We'll be we'll definitely be uh, with the crowds booing and, and cheering who we boo and cheer. Um, but um, but yeah, man, like it's just it to me feels like uh, it's to me it feels like 2014, 2013 all over again, where basically you're. Somebody who's carrying the company, who's or at least helping carry the company, and really being the face, like like you know, because Seth can call himself the face all he wants. Cody's the face. Raw, the the face of Raw is Cody. I don't think it was. Seth. I'm sorry, Seth. Like I like you, you know, I like you as much as I like you, but Cody is kind of the face of Raw. You know, it, it's just ugh, like it's. Uh, I don't even know, like, again, Roman did a lot in that promo, you know, like when, when he mentioned Seth, he's like, yeah, that's right. No pop. Like, <laughs> I gotta say that was, that was kind of funny. Just. That was, it was, it was funny and it was, it was true and it was, but also it was like, uh, like, like usually they don't ever mention that on television. Like they, they don't, they never go that inside baseball with, with, you know, wrestling terms, but they did it there, and and I've said this on the podcast before. It's like, look, there's something about Seth that he can only get as far as he can, but he just doesn't cross that level. He can't cross it like Cena has. He can't cross it like Daniel Bryan had. He can't cross it like CM Punk has. He can't cross it like, hell, even to a certain degree, Dean Ambrose when he was there. He kind of crossed it a little bit, or he was at least getting there. You know, he was, he was kind of cooking a little bit, but now Romans crossed it and Roman started from behind him. Like that's how, that's how bad it is that Roman started from behind Seth and Roman inch by inch, centimeter by centimeter somehow passed Seth. Yeah. You Seth, know, Seth was more of a face back in the early days of, uh, you know, after the shield broke up and he was like the authority champion or whatever. Um, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I I like Seth, but, and Seth, I, I think Seth cut a pretty good promo on Raw 
I thought. A lot of people, a lot of the podcasts I listened to also agreed with that. But it was like he fired a warning shot, and then Roman came out on SmackDown and just took his machine gun out and just started firing at everybody. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. It's like... It is. I don't it's... know, dude. I'm WrestleMania is just... It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is... I don't even know what to call it, dude. Like, it's just, it's, I'm interested in seeing what happens, you know, obviously. We're going to be there tomorrow. We're going to see what direction WWE decides to go because clearly from Friday to tonight, which is Sunday with the time we're recording, the fan base on the internet has been very vocal and from the reports and people saying that there are reports that WWE is keeping tabs on, on the, um, on the chatter, on the internet, on 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 social media. They're you know kind of looking at what the audience is feeling about this. And tomorrow night, it's it's a big one for us. We're gonna have to get some more answers. We're it's, it's we're gonna have to get some more answers. But a we've never been on more of a spotlight as an audience than, than tomorrow night because they're expecting us to basically. You know, uh, p- go over where where the where the internet has left off, which is basically, you know, or or, or what what is it? What's the word? It's uh, go on or something like that, like whatever it is. But like basically, you know, we're we've been given the baton now. <laughs> it's like it's like it's your turn, St. Louis. Hey, you, you know, know what? We're a good wrestling crowd, I think, and I think we'll do a great job. I don't know if you saw, there was a video of a live event in like Tennessee from last night, I think. They showed a recap of what happened on SmackDown. And as soon as The Rock came out, like on the recap, people started booing it like big time. Mm. Um, So there's a start. Uh, I'm excited for Raw, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, you also got to think about the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Because if they... Because that's being overlooked. Yeah. And if Seth... If it is Cody versus Seth, and then it's Rock versus... What's the point of the chamber? To determine just Rhea Ripley's opponent, I guess? Like, there'd only be one chamber match. Probably, they'll probably have, like, a United States or Intercontinental title match in one of the chambers. But it's like... Because like, we know that CM Punk was supposed to win one of the chamber matches to face Seth. We know Brock Lesnar was supposed to face off Dominic, which, again... To me, that sounds crazy that Dominic was supposed to have a match with Brock Lesnar. That should have been night one man to man at WrestleMania. <laughs> but, like, it, it, I mean, it sounds crazy. But also, it's, like, good for Dominic that he's, he's, he's put in the position to face the beast, you know? Yeah. Um, and that just shows you how over he is as a heel, you know? So, again, like, where is the saving of WrestleMania? Like, I don't see it. You're like, it s- doesn't change the fact that I want to go and I want to watch. Like, it's yeah. still going to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Like, it's going to sell out. How many more tickets can you sell for Mania? Like, like, I don't know if it was JD who said it on his on his show, but it's like WrestleMania sells itself. You, it, it sells itself without na- announcing a card. Without, I mean, an- announcing, without announcing matches months in advance. The people complaining about, you know, Rock versus Roman potentially happening, they're still going to go. They're still going to buy their ticket. Yeah. Because it's The Rock. It's The Rocky Man. No matter how the crowd reacts, 
Like, I want to be, I want to experience it. I want to be a part of that moment because this might be Rock's last match. Depending on what happens, we may never see The Rock in a match again. And, you know, that's like the one thing I've been wanting to see for years. So, I don't know. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun to see where everything ends up going. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm I'm looking at, I'm trying to see if there's anything new that's popped up. But, um... So far, nothing. You yeah, know. it's like every time I get on Facebook, it's something new. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Did there's, you? there's a meme of uh, of the Impractical Jokers, and uh, <laughs> they're like, "Okay, now go out and take Cody's spot at Mania." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! I mean, the the memes alone have been have just been, you know. Uh, <laughs> I got breaking news. Grand slams. What? Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura tomorrow night in a uh, bull rope match. Bull rope. I'm guessing that's the dark match after the show. Well, I think it's an official match on Monday Night Raw. Probably the main event. Just some random match. Another Shinsuke Nakamura match. Hmm. Interesting. Man, they're really doing Cody dirty right now. Yeah, man. They're really trying to fuck with him. It's like, hey, how can we fuck you even more? Like it's. At this point, I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting, man. It is. So it's okay for CM Punk to be gone for ten years and automatically face Seth at WrestleMania, but because The Rock comes and messes up this little story, now it's justice for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's different. Okay, let's talk about that because that I've, I've seen a lot of that too. It is way different. CM Punk, he's not taking a spot away from. Uh, from somebody that's deserving. Or, I mean, look, you you could say he is, but realistically, when you look at it, who was Seth going to face? Like, no one was really thinking about it, you know? Like, no one was like, who's going who's gonna to face Seth at, at WrestleMania? Before CM Punk was even a thought of coming back to WWE, no one was like, Gunther could, Drew could. No one thought about that until recently with the stuff with CM Punk involving everybody. Because of CM Punk, and this is you can hate him all you want. I love the guy, but he said it on his one of his return promos. He's like, you know, basically basically said, "Look, I'm here now. Who's gonna step up?" A couple people have. Drew McIntyre has stepped up his uh, his character game. Uh, I'd say Gunther. He's just been on the path that he's been on, so it's like, you know, good on him. Um, but like. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, I mean, Jay has kind of been same, just keeping on his path. He's still as over as ever. Sami Zayn as well. But it's like that's going to be a sight at WrestleMania. Jay's entrance. Yeah, you know, dude. But, but here's, here's the other thing about Drew. They they basically set up Drew versus Punk somewhere down the line. That's why I would put the title on Drew at some point this year. Yeah. Before Punk even comes back, and then. Maybe Punk comes back, faces Drew for the title, wins it, goes in to Mania as champ, and then, you know, he faces whoever next year. I don't know who it might be. Yeah. Maybe they circle back to Seth Rollins. Right. Because I think that's the match everybody wanted to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I think that's the match everybody wants to see, but you never know. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It is... Whew. 
you know, it's it's. But like, yeah, that's. I mean, but again, with the CM Punk thing, it's it's just way different. Like, it's it's not like it is not like he's taking a spot away from somebody that you for sure know deserves it. Like it that that spot to face Seth was kind of open for anybody. They just had to step up. Yeah, he's not taking it away from somebody who literally won the Royal Rumble. No, you know, and it's like. And also, I'm assuming CM Punk was going to lose that match. And I'm also, I don't know, maybe assuming he didn't win the Rumble. So he's already putting people over. He put Cody over pretty well. Hurt, you know, might I add you. He was hurt, and he still put him well, really well over. And then also, when you look at it, it's like, that's night one. You know, he's not taking away, like... At the end of the at the end of the at the end of the weekend, the moment is going to be Cody winning and beating Roman. If everything aligned well and CM Punk was still healthy, that still would have been the moment. So it's not like I don't know. It's just it's completely different. Um, and I'm sure that because of everything that happened in AEW, they brought him back and they're like, "Hey, this is what we have for you creatively. This is what we can do." We're not going to change a lot of things, but we can do this, you know? So it's not like CM Punk came back and he's like, this is what I want, this is what I want, and this is what I want immediately. Like, I don't think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure WWE, again, had the ball in their court, and they're like, well, this is what we can do. Nothing set in stone for Seth. We kind of know what we want to do with Cody and Roman, but Seth is kind of an open book. We don't know yet. Maybe Gunther, maybe Drew. Hell, maybe even Sami Zayn or Jey Uso. We don't know. Maybe it'll be a fatal four-way. We have no idea. But you come back. Yeah, maybe we put you in there. Eh, it's looking like it, you know. We have, en- we have enough to, to, to create a story there. But it's not like Rock where, like you said, you win the Rumble, <laughs> you point at Roman, <laughs> and then, nah, son. You don't get to do it. And it's crazy to me that some people think that this was planned. You don't win the Rumble point at Roman Reigns and then say, ah, never mind, I don't want it. Like, this was all an audible the very last minute because of Punk's injury. And, like, they say that they're trying to take the attention away from the Vince McMahon allegations and put it on what's going on now with The Rock and Roman and Cody. All you're doing is taking away negative attention and putting more negative attention on something else. Like yeah. you're not really doing anybody any favors. Yeah, you're not. Like it's <clears throat> what you it's, should have done was just stay on track. The most positive thing you could have done was stay on the same road with Cody and have him finish his story at WrestleMania. That could have been that would have been the most positive thing you could have done. Yeah. And they still might do it. I mean, yeah, like that. It's as simple as that. You know, keep keep telling the story. Keep, you know, um, getting Cody to that point because at that point, I, the fans were behind him. You know, or the, he's had fans behind him, but at this point now, it's like it's crazy how much behind them they are. You know, and also good on Logan Paul for starting the We Want Cody movement. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's on another level. It's more so now than it even was last year. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I just think uh, WWE made a big mistake with this. Hopefully they course correct, and hopefully they don't feel 
Like they have to, you know, um, bow to the rocks once, you know, it's like, look, rock audience doesn't want this. And they clearly know what they want. If I was the rock, I would bow out immediately. I would be like, you know what? Yeah. Like this, this did not go as I thought it would. This press conference or whatever in Vegas, there's rumors that Vegas is going to be hosting WrestleMania next year. So what if, you know, something changes because they're they're promoting The Rock and Reigns face-to-face. Yeah. They could change course and have an announcement during the face-to-face where The Rock says, like, I don't want to face you at this year's WrestleMania. And, you know, just start the build to next year in Vegas or something like that, you know. They have options. We've laid out plenty of scenarios and ways that they can uh, fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's plenty of ways to fix this, but the the damage has been done, essentially, with Seth's title, I think. Like, you just... Like, I don't know. Like, you, you're you going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting promo work-wise to raise that title status. Yeah, I whether, agree. Whether it's Gunther, Drew McIntyre, you know, um, something. I don't know what it would be. Like if, like, if I'm head of creative and I'm trying to think of how do we, how do we fix this because Seth has worked really hard to get the title to this point. Only for Roman to dump on it, and it's like we, you know, we you'd have to kind of, I don't know, I would, hmm, like I'm trying to think of how how I would fix it. I if if you give me the keys to the kingdom, and you tell me Oscar fix this because right now everybody thinks Seth is weak. Seth is the loser champion, the second tier champion, the not not good enough to be this champion, but this champion. Um, okay, this is what I would do. I'd send I'd send Seth to SmackDown with with you know wearing his title. She shows up. He's a guest from Nick Aldis, and he interrupts Roman, and he goes, "You know, I heard what you had to say about my title, Roman, and." You're right. This is the champion, the championship that uh, was created because of you. But it wasn't created because you're better than me. It wasn't created because you're better than the people that you beat. This championship was created because you're not the best champion. You don't represent this company. In fact, you being gone proves that we don't need you. We, you know, he, you know, again, I, it, to me, it's always about bringing up Seth or, or CM Punk. I don't know. I, like, I just like bringing CM Punk up. How can and, you not? Yeah. But it's like, it's like, I may not like the guy, but CM Punk, he came back, had one of the biggest social media moments in WWE history. Where were you that night? Sitting at home, watching the show, having a good time? Yeah. Guess what? We didn't need you then. We don't need you now. Your title, it's a toy. It's a, you know, we don't need it, basically. You, you know, in fact, you know how I know that we don't need you? 
I bet you right now you're looking at my championship and you want it. And if you want it, that means it means something. It means something to you that you have something you can't have. And that's this World Heavyweight Championship. So guess what, Roman? You want this championship? I may not be 100%, but Elimination Chamber, I'll stand in that middle of the ring, and if you decide to show up, maybe I'll defend it against you. Hell, maybe I'll hold it out for you to try to take from my hands. Because I know, deep down inside of you, that when you look at this title, and you see the shine and reflection that I polished every morning, you want it. And let's not act, uh, you know, and then he, you know, basically just that little, it, that little interaction of you want this. You can joke about it. You can, you can belittle me. But at the end of the day, you see me with this title and you're thinking of how you can get your hands on it. And if you think it's important, then it's really important. But it's not important because you want it. It's important because I've made it important. Otherwise, you'd be the United States champion. You'd be the Intercontinental champion. You'd be the World Tag Team champions. But you're none of those. But I know you're looking at this championship, and deep down inside, you know that one-on-one, no interference, you can't beat me. One-on-one, when the chips are down, Roman, you're still just the third best SHIELD member. And the second one, well, he's somewhere else, you know. But that's how I would try to fix that to at least give Seth a little bit of the edge. It doesn't fix all of it. But at the very least, people are going, hmm, could there be a title versus title match? Obviously, there'd have to, some shenanigans would have to go down so that neither men lose their titles. Or, Maybe Roman doesn't defend his title, but he still loses to Seth, you know? And this is what I would do. If they did have the, the, that match at Elimination Chamber and Roman does face Seth one-on-one, no interference, he loses. After that, he doubles down on interference. So when he faces Cody at Mania, you know, the the the, what's it called? The... The, like the superhero charge up that, that you know, once Cody kind of gets rid of, of Jimmy and, and Solo, like at that point, you know, Cody's invincible and he's like, all right, doesn't matter if you have interference, I'm still going to beat you, you know, but like you start to show the cracks in the armor, you know, for Roman leading up to Mania. Because if he goes in all cocky like he did last year, it's like it doesn't, I don't know, to me it doesn't. Uh, tell a compelling story that Roman is walking in very cocky. If anything, I would have Roman walking into WrestleMania very scared, you know? Dude, I've been wanting to see Seth and Roman again since Raw Rumble two years ago (laughs) (laughs) when the match ended in, like, a disqualification or something. Yeah. And also, like, this whole back and forth of this last week, like, basically Seth calling out Roman. Bring that up! Roman calling out Seth. Like, it it diverts my attention to be like, why are we not getting this match? That's the thing. Bring that up. He's like, remember he's like, remember the last time you and me faced for your championship? You couldn't beat me. So what did you do? You took a chair and you you know, you hit me in the back. 
one, two, three, four, five times or whatever, how many times it was, you knew you couldn't beat me, so you had to disqualify yourself. It's like, Roman, at the end of the day, like in your record, in the record books, it's going to say you beat Cody. It's going to say you beat Drew. It's going to say you beat Jay. It's never going to say you beat Seth Rollins. Mm. Boom. We just booked Elimination Chamber, possibly Mania, if we fix everything. Live on this podcast. Live on this podcast. We just made history. God damn it, dude. I'm just... <sighs> Fuck. TKO, call us. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> I'm not trying to fantasy book. This is me just trying to repair what's been broken. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's just not looking good for anybody at all. That's uh, just me. The Rock, the Rock is his image is hurt. Seth is definitely hurt. Cody's, <laughs> I mean, he's he, he's hurt on so many fronts, physically, emotionally. I would almost have Seth come out tomorrow night on Raw and just be like a different kind of Seth. Let him go. Let him go on the mic. A furious, like almost, almost like the the Seth that we saw. Um, when him and Punk came face to face for the first time, give me that Seth. I don't want him coming out laughing or his old, you know, his goofy self or whatever, because he just got lit up on Friday. <laughs> lit up, bro. <laughs> like it's unfortunate he probably can't really do anything in the ring right now, still yeah. with his knee. But he can at least come out and cut like a fire promo or something. Something, bro. Have him clap back, bro. You gotta, you gotta have him. You know, if if this is a, because what he does tomorrow night is also going to be very important. Yeah, because if this is a rap feud, you know, uh, you know, he dropped a a little a little diss track, a little a little bit on, on last week's Raw. Roman came back with the diss track of the century. <laughs> you got to come back with the diss track of of the millennia at this point. Yeah. You gotta come back. You gotta fucking the Roman from ten years ago wouldn't have been able to do. That. No, 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 no. You gotta throw some bars, bro. <laughs> you're gonna have to throw a lot of. You're gonna have to call CM Punk. Be like, hey, you got any? You got any good ideas for what I can say about Roman? Yo, Punk. I know we don't have that great of a relationship, but I need some help here, bro. Yeah, I need some. <laughs> give me some. Give me some creative tips. What can I say? What do? You, what have you been holding back? I mean, <laughs> let me unload this chamber, bro. Help me out, dude. Uh, we could possibly main event next year, and I need. <laughs> We need we need to uh, cook some stuff up right now. <laughs> At this point, dude, it's like I'm not saying we fixed everything on this show, but I'm saying give us give us the keys, bro. We'll fix it for you. I bet at least one of the one of those scenarios that we've thrown out through the duration of this podcast is going to happen. I guarantee you, because you know what, it always does. It always does. I don't want to say that we're. Uh, fortune tellers i don't want to say we see the truth we see the future but uh god damn it at some point we just got to call it what it is bro we know what the fuck we're doing we know what the fuck we're saying and this isn't me being a fan this isn't me this is just me looking at shit creatively and looking looking at how wwe fucked up the booking i'm like okay oscar tim here's the booking fix it you know easy me and you we look at each other we look you know, we whisper a couple things to each other. We got it. <laughs> What's that, WWE creative? You want us to fix WrestleMania? All right, well, let's finish up this podcast. We'll be right over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, can you send over an SUV and pick us up? <laughs> you know, we'll show up for Raw tomorrow. Yeah, yeah we'll be there. Yeah. Um, 
Be like, send me Seth. You know, we'll have a little, we'll have a little office. Be like, send me Seth. All right, Seth, you're going to cook tonight. <laughs> Get it steaming out there, yeah, boy. We, 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 we want you to cook so hard. We want 2005 Gordon Ramsay. Mm. We, we want the Gordon Ramsay that said fuck you to everyone in his kitchen. We want you to come out, sit on the stage like Sam Punk did. <laughs> Drop your own pipe bomb. Let it go, bro. Let it fly. You know? I'm like, Cody, come here. We're fixing the shit. <laughs> yo, coaster. <laughs> hey, yo, we, don't want, we don't want this <laughs> coaster to go off the track. <laughs> We're going to fix this immediately. Oh, like we've said before millions of times on this podcast, we like good storytelling. And I was invested in Cody and Roman's, the story that was going into WrestleMania. Yeah. And as much as I love The Rock, as most people do, maybe not right now, but him coming in. Out of nowhere. And throwing everything off track, it just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I just don't. I mean, he hasn't earned it. Or at least he hasn't been booked to earn it. He just is given it. I'm like, bro, at least come back and do something to earn it. Like, you can't just come back and then Cody's like, here you go. Take it. Like, it's, no, you got to come back and at least do something. You know? I would have at least respected him going out there and winning the Rumble. Yeah. But... That didn't happen. <laughs> no. And it's not like I agree with you on that, but also it's not a good way to just start this story with Roman. You could have gotten the title off of Roman at some point, And then Roman could have gone on a hiatus for a little bit, come back and just go on a rampage and just be like, you know, I want my title back, blah, blah, blah. I'm still the head of the table. And then have Rock come out and say, no, you're not. And maybe Cody should have won last year all along. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> I mean, who would have who saw what's been happening this week, this past two weeks? Who, no one would have saw this coming. Like, it's <sighs> – I mean, technically, they, they should have seen it coming just because of, you know, this stuff was brought up a couple years ago anyways, but, you know, with Vince – but um, like, man, like Vince fucked shit up. CM Punk got hurt. Seth got hurt. Brock Lesnar, he did whatever he did. I don't know what he did. I'm, I'm still not a hundred percent sure what he did. Like, uh, and I don't know if we should get into it, but I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure what he did. Like, was he involved in some of the physical stuff, or did? She just sent him photos and videos. I think it was just video, yeah, photos and videos. Like he wasn't actually involved with the the, the actual physical stuff that allegedly happened. Yeah. Apparently, this was a uh, a way to get Brock re-signed. Uh, like when he first came back in like 2021 or something. And was it a way to get him re-signed, or was it just something Vince said so that she would do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, well, send him some of this. Oh, I'm, I'm, we're trying to resign him. Like, this will help. Why would you need to send, like, just, was there not enough money? You weren't offering him enough money? So you had to be like, hey, here's some photos and videos. Can, uh, can Brock Lesnar not sign up for OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> just just pay some just pay some women uh, on OnlyFans? Like, like he, he can't do that? Like, I don't know. It's just weird even thinking yeah. of Brock Lesnar in that same, like, in the scenario. Like, it just doesn't f- seem right at all. Yeah. I don't know. So to me, it's just like, 
Like, was he used as a pretext so that she would do it? Like, like oh, we're, we're trying to sign him back, so, you know, do this and blah, 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 blah. You know, or or was he actually messaging her? And it's like, what are the messages between Vince and Brock? Like, what did he tell her? Like, you know, because I'm not, look, I'm not trying to defend Brock, but one scenario could be, oh, hey, hey, Brock, this one, one of our workers here says that she's a big fan and she wants your number and, you know, and whatever, blah, 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 you know, and, you know, you want to have an affair with your wife, like, or something, like, I don't know, do you want to, here, like, here's her number, you know, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know what the context is. All I know is that she, she mentioned him as, like, this is what Vince wanted me to do because he was trying to re-sign Brock Lesnar. And he gave him my number and we messaged back and forth. But I don't know the context. I don't know how Vince sold it to Brock or like if he w- was he forthcoming. He's like, hey, this is the hey, this woman I'm fucking I'm fucking with her around or I'm fucking her around. What do you want to do with her? Like, I don't know. And this yeah. is why, you know, we should let the law do its thing and that way we find out more and to see where that stands. Because who knows? Like, maybe I don't, I'm not, look, again, I'm not trying to defend Brock, but he could have been tricked easily as like, oh, yeah, here, here's somebody who works at the company who's a big fan of yours. Uh, you know, Vince sends him a photo of her and he's probably like, oh, she's hot or she's cute. It's like, yeah, here, give her my number, you know? I'm like, I don't know. Like, how does that work? How did that, how did that happen? I want to know. Just so weird and random. You know? Yeah, because it did feel weird and random when I read it. I was like, so, okay, so he didn't do anything physical. And I'm not 100% sure. Like, I, like I read a lot of the stuff, and I'm like, so did Brock call her a bitch, or did Vince call her a bitch once she sent the video or photo of her doing whatever she was doing? Like, I think Brock did, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted a, he wanted a video or a picture of her urinating, Ugh. and then when she sent it, he said some stuff. He said something uh, essentially at the like at the end of the text or whatever. He called her a bitch. Yeah, I don't. That's just so fucking weird, dude. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, people do weird shit. Like you can find that on OnlyFans if you want. Like Brock. Just follow some Instagram hoes and you'll <laughs> you'll find. You'll find them links. You don't. It's not that hard, dude. Uh, we're gonna get some more answers. Apparent uh, eventually, more stuff's gonna uh, come out. And yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Um, trying to think. Tomorrow night's gonna be like we said, very important. <clears throat> Hopefully, we get some more answers. Yeah, I don't know. I just think. Um, because nothing, like we said, nothing was said. Nothing's yeah. been officially announced. Nothing's been officially announced. Nothing's been, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm just excited to be there to see what the vibe is going to be. Because you know that line to get in is going to be insane. Just from what people are going to be saying, you know. We should like, probably, get, <laughs> probably get down there a little early. I don't know what time doors open. I don't know either, but. All I know is that I got, I got some stuff to do up until four o'clock, and then after four, I'm I'm good to go. I got I got two shoots from noon to four, so. I'll say I'm free all day. Free all day. We'll probably 
depending on what happens, if I don't get an email from a certain somebody, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should probably just get lunch uh, beforehand <laughs> before I start my shoots, and then you know something. But uh, or you could just catch up on your on your sleep, you know. Yeah, actually, Alicia sleep in. She was like. So what are you going to do on your day off? It's like, I don't know. I'll probably do some stuff around the house. Maybe like go for a walk or something. And she was like, maybe you should take a nap. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the last time I just took a, a a nap, like in the middle of the day. I took one today, bro. Or not today. I, like, I, I fell asleep, got home from work, fell asleep, and then woke up. And I was like, nah, go back. Then I'll be well, well rested for tomorrow night. Yeah. Well rested and ready to boo and cheer or whatever. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like uh, when we went to Chicago after, like, we thought CM Punk was going to come back. They played his music and he didn't come out. Yeah. It's going to be like one of those hostile crowds. <sighs> Maybe not as hostile as Chicago was, but. It was pretty hostile. Yeah. We, we were not, uh, we were not happy. It's going to be crazy, bro. Yeah. Can't wait to get that CM Punk shirt, too. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um,. Yeah, no, I'm excited, dude. Um, it's going to be an interesting Raw, that's for sure. All eyes are going to be on St. Louis, and we uh, we better deliver, guys. We better bring it. Watch out for us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, just, uh, I'm, 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 I don't think I've ever been this nervous for a, for a Raw. I've never felt nervous going for to a show. This is like the most nervous I've ever been. I'm like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? The main thing, if anything happens, <clears throat> we'll be together. <laughs> we'll, be we'll, we'll be on this ride together. We'll, we'll be there to cry on each other's shoulders yeah. if they make anything official. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Like, I can still picture us whenever we were uh, uh, watching the Rumble in 2013, and I had I had my hand on your shoulder, and you had your hand on my shoulder as we're, we're like, praying to God that CM Punk doesn't lose, and... and when when Rock hits that people's elbow and the referee counted one two three like we we literally dropped to the floor on our knees at the same time it was you want to talk about devastating you want to talk about horrifying you want to talk about uh, PTSD bro <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get over that the main thing too it was like so predictable because as soon as Cena won the Rumble I was like oh, damn it I think I know what's about to happen yeah it was. Uh, <clears throat> It was not a good year for you boys. No. <laughs> no, it was not. We were uh we were heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously once they gave Punk the the Undertaker match, it's like, well, he's not beating Undertaker. I don't think he is. Like there were moments where I was like, hmm, maybe. But then I was like there's a certain point where I was like, ah, he's not. Yeah. You know. He'll That's come back, he'll 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 eventually get his moment. Yeah. I think um it's one of those things too. It's like, like to me, it's like if I if if CM Punk was sitting across from me and we were interviewing him, and you know, and if we, we were asking him about the injury, I'd be like, "Look, man, the CM Punk way is not to come back and go straight to Mania, you know, roses and flowers and sunshines. It's like the CM Punk way is to come back, face adversity, get hurt, come back stronger, go to Mania, earn it, win it." That's the that's the CM Punk road to Mania. It's not the it's not the I just came back from ten years and and I'm just gonna skip to Mania. I was like this. I was like I was like this happening. While it sucks, 
almost feels more CM Punk mm-hmm. than 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 just coming back and kind of knowing you're going to Mania. Yeah. Like this kind of feels like your story now. It feels like, oh, this shit happened. No control over it. But I'm going to earn it and I'm going to get there. Yeah. So. Because if you think about it, if he would have come back, say this injury never happened, he would have been already in the main event at WrestleMania. That that was his main goal, was to main event WrestleMania. Then what happens after that? He's already, he already had his goal accomplished. Sure, he'll be able to tell stories and have great, uh, you know, matches and feuds and stuff. So this just kind of like prolongs that. It's like Cody's story. Yeah. You know, he didn't win last year. And I think also this builds the character of CM Punk up for that mania moment. Like if anything, he kind of sold it with his goodbye on on Raw when he's like, uh, "It's like maybe it's just not in the cards for me, you know? Maybe I'm not meant to main event WrestleMania, you know? Maybe maybe my goals are just too hard to attain. Like they're just not possible, mm-hmm. you know? And it's CM Punk coming back and Bully Ray said it best, and it's one of those things where. I want CM Punk to feel special and not wrestle as much, but also Bully said it is like, if you're not wrestling as much, your body's not getting used to that kind of wear and tear. So you're more prone to get injured if you wrestle once a year, twice a year, or or have limited number of days where you wrestle. Like It's like, I can't remember what he says. Like, I'd rather live in the hurt. I'd rather live hurting than to wrestle once or twice in a in a in a WrestleMania or whatever and get hurt. Like I'd rather just feel the pain of being a wrestler and wrestling every night or every two nights and than to get hurt because I wrestled once or twice a year. Yeah. So I think CM Punk comes back and he's like he should come back and be like he's like you know he says his I'm back again. He's like I'm back but this time I'm going to be here every week. And I don't care who it is in the back or anybody out here. I'm going to prove once and for all why I deserve to be in the main event of WrestleMania. And my journey to the main event starts today. Whether it's in the summer, whether it's in the fall, whenever he comes back, whenever he decides to come back. It's like my journey starts today. Maybe this was a blessing in disguise because we knew he didn't win the Rumble. Because if I was going to the main event of WrestleMania, I would want to win the Rumble first. Instead of the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And then go to WrestleMania. Well, it depends. It depends because also the Elimination Chamber, it's it's a stadium show. It, it's big. And like specifically, this Elimination Chamber was kind of designed for a big moment because of the stadium of it all and, and you know, how many people are going to be there. So it's like, you know, it's it was kind of designed for CM Punk to have that big moment. Mm-hmm without having to have the big moment at the Rumble, you know? So, I don't know. We'll We'll see. see. I'm sure, I'm guessing maybe by SummerSlam he'll be back. Yeah. Like, like if anything, like they said, what was it? Like, I think they said four to to six months is the kind of the recovery time. So, if it's got hurt in late January, so February, March, April, May, June. Let's say he takes five months to kind of, you know, get healthy and – and, you know, either get shredded or bulk up or whatever. Come back looking like Randy yeah. Orton. So, like, before July, he'll be back. Um, 
But like like right around the beginning of July, end of June, he'll be back, or he'll be ready to come back, at the very least. Summer of Punk, twenty twenty four. At this point, we're gonna have to travel somewhere to go see him live because we're, <laughs> we're just every time, dude. It's, it's not. <laughs> the curse continues. The, the second they announce his return, whatever city they're in, we're gonna have to go. <laughs> we're just hey, hey, if it's Chicago, it's it's drivable. It's drivable, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get tickets. At this point, yeah. I, at this point, I'm just like, let's just go. Like, I, I don't work Mondays, and you can call off, <laughs> you know. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things. But, like, just looking at the photos from, the, the you know, the behind the scenes of the Rumble, you know, seeing after the match, you know, the, the shaking of the hands and the hug between Cody and Punk, and then, hell, even Miz and, and Punk hugging. It's like, who would have thought? Like you, that just warmed my heart, dude. It just yeah, like like I didn't I didn't I didn't think my heart could grow two sizes bigger, but it did. I should go see a cardiologist because <laughs> I might might just have a heart attack. He just seems like he's he's happy and he's he's home. Yeah, yeah. You know. And yeah. Did you see the uh, video that he that WWE posted? I think it was like two days ago, three days ago. Today or yesterday, where he cut like an emotional promo about being away from the the locker room because he had you know he had to get get surgery or whatever. Um, let me find it. Because he had to get surgery. So, wait, so he's already gotten surgery. Yeah, or? he already got surgery. As of <laughs> yesterday, I think is when I saw the uh, thing. Where I don't think it? so. Let me see. Where'd it go? I know I saved it. Just might, a second. You might have to send me a link or something so we can watch it here on the on the YouTube's on my on my television screen. Let me see. Oh, it's a. What did I do with it? I mean. Oh, here it is, right here. Here, I'll I'll play it. Saying like you know where you work is your family because I think your family is your family and where you work is your job, but it's been a great support system. You know, um, and just certain looks from certain people I get, and then I start crying again, you know, and Cody's one of them, you know, he's, uh, he's a great dude, this locker room is, is everything the business is supposed to be, it is everything the business was sold to me as being, and it's remarkable, and that's why I'm so sad, I'm not sad I hurt my arm, I'm sad I'm temporarily out of this amazing situation. <clears throat> okay, yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That, that was all one big video because it was, it was, that's, that was from last Monday that they shot it. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, to quote a, to quote a, a great man, to be a CM Punk fan is to, is to be under attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking about the great man part, but uh, <laughs> um, no, man. I think, um, yeah, like, uh, well, I'll say this to the day I die, man. I'm a, I'm a pro punk guy. Like, you can't at this point. Like, everyone's like, see undeniable proof that CM Punk is an is an asshole. And I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, uh, where's the proof, buddy? Show me. You know, all all I see is uh, a bunch of people that uh, don't want to work. Don't want to work with him. Don't want to, you know. So to me, 
I'll always be pro bunk, and that just proves it to me. I mean, look, like even just looking again, like I said, look at the photos from this weekend. Him talking to Triple H, you know, him being in there with Carmelo Hayes, like people, like you know, help you. That I think it was that hug with the Miz. Like you could see Seth in the background, so it's like clearly they can be around each other. So it's not like, oh, we got to be apart. You know, Seth doesn't like Punk, but they got to be apart. Like it's clearly they can be in the vicinity with each other. Whereas in the other place, they apparently had to be a whole fo- a whole football field apart from each other just to not see each other. Like, well, yeah, Seth and they cut a promo together, and they were about to have a main event WrestleMania match. Yeah, so. I think it sucks, you know. Um, and like CM Punk said, yeah, like I mean, right now, I feel like th- that locker room is the healthiest it's ever been. It's, you know, it's it's not a locker room where <clears throat> Vince is in charge and he's like, oh, you gotta you gotta step over people and betray people and and screw people over to get to the top. It's like, hey, look, we're all trying to work together to get to one goal here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about it's not about one individual. It's about us getting there together, and I feel like that's what it is. And I feel like that's what it should be. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like some something big is ha- is going to happen for CM Punk. It's in the horizon. 2024 is going to be his year. I feel it. It's going to be... I know it started off with a sucky situation, but I think 2024 going into 2025 is going to be his year. Yeah. Summer of Punk and then <clears throat> heading into next year's WrestleMania probably. Yeah. I think that it's going to be... It's going to be big, and I feel it, you know? And also, I think he, if he hasn't gained any more respect from people who don't really like him, for him to come back and put in more work ahead of going to accomplish his goal at WrestleMania, I think that would, it will garner more respect from people in the back who don't necessarily favor him, um, as opposed to him just automatically getting the main event of this coming up WrestleMania. So, yeah, I think he's going to prove his doubters wrong if if he hasn't already. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for him when he comes back. They've already set up Drew. Yeah. If he resigns, I'm 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 sure he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure he's going. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. Have you seen the videos of him? Like, he came out recently on like a live event and like mocked CM Punk's clobbering time thing and basically yeah. just <clears throat> giving CM Punk shit. Yeah. I mean, hey, like building towards it. Like, I'm sure eventually Drew will kind of forget about it and then he'll he'll do whatever he's doing and then. Once it's time for CM Punk to come back, it's full steam ahead. Yeah. You know? I don't think they would have teased that if it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I think we're we're in for a good treat when it, when CM Punk comes back and uh yeah, it just sucks that he had to leave and get hurt, but you know, uh sometimes look if 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 Mania's in Vegas next year, I'm placing my odds on red. I'm placing my odds on, on CM Punk. You know? Yeah, that's where he cut the pipe bomb. I mean, I'm going. Yeah, that could uh, full circle come into the story. You know what? WrestleMania next year, we're going. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> maybe. At this point, I, at least I'm going. I don't know about you, I don't know about Tim, but I'm going for sure. At this point, like I just, I 
I gotta see my boy win. I gotta see my boy in the main event of WrestleMania. So I'm I'm going. Like no matter what, I'm going. Can't stop me. Don't want it. You heard it here we're first. Still going this year, right? Yeah, we're still going here. Yeah, we're still going this year. But you heard it here first. I'm going to Mania next year too, <laughs> wherever it is. Um, yeah. So, um, anything else? I can't think of anything else. Like this was the only thing we wanted to talk about. Like there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Um, yeah, it was basically just going to be about the ro- this whole thing with the Rock yeah. and you know our opinions on it because there's a lot of you know a lot of opinions, opinions. out there. Yeah. And, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Raw tomorrow. Can't wait. Yeah. Sh- should we do emergency podcasts? Like, or I don't know. Because I feel like if we did an emergency podcast, I feel like y- you don't get all of what we, you know, we sit with and we think about, you know? Like, I feel like if you get our immediate reaction, it's going to be an immediate reaction. So it's like, I don't know. I always feel like immediate reactions aren't valid or they're, they're too in the moment. That you're like, okay, let me settle down. Let me, let me look at the bigger picture. Let me see what's what. And you know, good, good on people that do emergency podcasts. And you know, like, well, we gotta talk about this now. But like, I don't know. I feel like, like I feel like I like talking about it once we've seen it all. Like once we've seen what the response is from fans, what the response is from other creators and stuff like that. So I think, I think for me, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like. I kind of like that we kind of don't jump in immediately. Like we could easily just be like, all right, let's, I'll record something, you record something, and then we'll put it together. It's like, it's like, no, I kind of want to talk about it with you after time has kind of, you know, settled a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that because essentially, if you do an emergency podcast, when you do your like regularly scheduled pass podcast, you're still just going to be talking about the same thing, basically. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> I don't know if it's realistic for us to even be able to do an emergency podcast. Like, sure, I, I could call, like we could call each other, or, you know, record something, but you know, I might be at work or we might be too busy to do that. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No. But yeah, I like your, you know, just let things settle. Yeah. And then we can talk about it after a day or two or whenever it happens. Yeah. You know. You know what we will do. Uh, just because. Monday Night Raw is going to be here in St. Louis. If anything big happens on Monday Night Raw, we'll do a quote-unquote emergency podcast. It's not really an it's not really an emergency podcast as more as it's just going to be our experience going to Monday Night Raw. So we'll be in the car. We'll probably be on the car driving back home. We'll just rec- we'll just quickly record and you know talk about you know what we thought about the show and yeah. Because obviously more news is going to be breaking in between today and next Sunday when we record the our regular show. Mm-hmm. So you know we'll we'll record something tomorrow and put it up on Tuesday morning so that everybody can kind of get our you know our reaction to Monday Night Raw in St. Louis because we'll be there, you know, and we'll have thoughts. I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'd love to do something where. Me and you were outside the building, and we're just asking people, like, hey, what are your thoughts on, on Monday Night Raw tonight? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, you know, th- something like that where we can actually talk to fans and get their reaction, get their thoughts and stuff. Because I don't see that. I don't see people doing that. I feel like people are always sending in questions and things like that. But I kind of want to go to the show with a microphone and just be like, hey, 
you uh, like what are you most looking forward to tonight for Monday Night Raw? Like <laughs> people will probably think that we're like with the the WWE crew or something. <laughs> hey, we're putting you on the news. <laughs> yeah, what are your yeah. thoughts ahead of Raw? Yeah, what are your thoughts, man? We're with WWE. We should just create like fake uh, like badges or something. <laughs> probably get us kicked out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to get kicked out. But uh, but yeah, I want to do something like that where we can kind of like ask people like, hey, like what are your <clears throat> What are your thoughts? Like, what are, you, what are you looking forward to? Like, what do you think of The Rock versus Roman situation, you know? And get, like, actual fans' responses rather than just, like, I wrote this in and I don't, like, you know? I don't know. It'd be different. Like, anytime Raw's in, anytime Raw or SmackDown's in town or a live event is in town, we can ask, you know, wrestling fans what they think about the yeah. situation rather than just, you know, Twitter, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't even got Twitter. X, whatever it's called. I got the I got the X, man. I got the X. You got that DX? I got the DX, baby. It's maybe crossing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means, but um, but yeah, no, man. I'm uh, uh I just looking forward to Raw. Can't wait to get there. Mm-hmm. And uh um yeah. Uh we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Um we'll keep you guys updated obviously uh and we will uh we'll talk to you guys soon but uh uh february 18th make sure still time to get your tickets for glory pro wrestling at the Casaloma ballroom uh doors open at two show starts at three you know uh, we have warhorse steph delander tootie lynn mike outlaw cody lane you know laney luck we have We've got all your favorites. They're going to be there. So make sure you uh, roll on through and and uh, enjoy some live wrestling here in the St. Louis scene. And uh, if you're not in St. Louis, but you live in the surrounding areas, come to St. Louis. Watch. Uh, get your tickets for Glory Pro. We got we got uh, two back-to-back shows in March, um, which uh, I'll give you the dates uh, on the – actually, I could probably do it now. I'll just give you the dates uh, for the back-to-back shows in March as well, uh, it is <clears throat> it is March 16th and March 17th for the Road Warrior Cup. You know, a tag team uh, tag team tournament to crown the winners of the Road Warrior Cup. Um, guys like PME, M times M or M and M depends how you say it with uh, Mason and Mansoor, PME, the new guys. The Midnight Runners, so many people. So uh, get your tickets, guys, because it's going to be a bonger. A bonger? It's going to be a bonger. Banger, bonger, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, yeah, make sure you uh, get your tickets and tell the people that uh, the Wrestling with Stooges guy sent you. You won't get anything out of it. Just, <laughs> just let them know that we sent you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll be at those shows. Uh I think Tim may be at the February 18th show, maybe. Um, no confirmation yet. Uh, I don't want to make any promises. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to make any promises, but yeah, I'll be there for sure. So, uh, yeah, just come say hi. Yeah, let us let us know if you enjoy the show. But, uh, uh, Tim, what do, uh, what do we say right around this time? Uh, let me look at my clock. What do we say? What time is it? What time is it? Uh, it's, it's 9, 9.10. Uh, it's clombering time, but it's also nap time. <laughs> that time. It's that time. Stooges, Stooges out. out.